Welcome to this week's edition of the All Saints Lutheran Church podcast. All Saints is a congregation of the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America. We are located in Davenport, Iowa. Each week we bring you the digital edition of the weekly sermon. Enjoy! The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the third chapter. As the people were filled with expectation and all were questioning in their hearts concerning John, whether he might be the Messiah, John answered all of them by saying, I baptize you with water, but one who is more powerful than I is coming. I am not worthy to untie the thong of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand to clear his threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his granary, but the chaff he will burn with an unquenchable fire. Now when all the people were baptized, and when Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, the heaven was opened, and the Holy Spirit descended upon him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my son, the beloved. With you I am well pleased. The Gospel of the Lord. You may be seated.
have a character today, don't we? John the Baptist is always some sort of character. And John had a lot going on. He was a baptizing. It's what John does. He was baptizing everywhere he went. And people were coming to him in droves, absolute droves, coming down, down to that river to be baptized. You hear the songs, can't you? Um, and they were. They would come and they would stand in line. And yet, something wasn't quite right. Something seemed to be absent. Something seemed to be to be missing from John's baptism. And the reason I say that is I find it very interesting that we know that people came in droves to be baptized by John. But the truth is we don't hear one word fact of any of those baptisms. As soon as they're baptized, they're done, they're gone, and we don't hear another word about it. Something was missing. And even by John's own account and his own accord, he said, look, it's, it's not about what I'm doing here. He was always pointing to, to a Messiah that somebody else was coming after him. Lesson today, it's somebody greater than he who's going to baptize not with water, but with fire and the Holy Spirit. And so by jo even John's own account, there was something lacking in what he was doing. And yet people were compelled they still knew that they needed something, and there was something there. And so they came down to that river. And Jesus did too that day, that God's day, some day in Jesus' life. He decides he's going down to the river to stand in front of John, and he gets in line just like everybody else. And eventually it comes to his turn, and he steps into the water just like everybody else. And Jesus gets baptized by John, just like everybody else. You know, the last time you and I got together was Christmas Day, Christmas Eve. And when we got together on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, we talked about the Christmas story and the little bitty baby being born in the manger. And remember the manger? Remember the message the angel had to Mary? Don't freak. I have laughed and laughed and laughed about that. And you needed to be at the late night service if you want to know what I'm talking about. Because it was hysterical. But we, we talked about the manger and, and peering in. And I find it interesting as, as I have walked with that and, and my walking with you during Christmas and now meeting up with you again on Baptism of our, Lord, of our Lord Sunday. That we left the baby. And now we have a man who gets baptized. And we're at the beginning of the Epiphany season, which leads us into Lent. And the Epiphany season is talking about all the major milestones in the life of Jesus. So, so that's a precursor of what's to come in the lessons ahead, okay? We're going to get all those big milestones in the life of Jesus. And ultimately, Lent then takes us to the cross. Oh, we love Christmas and the baby, don't we? And the little wiggling toes and, and peering into that manger. Well, today, I am convinced that today we see that baby take its first step. 
And you know what that's like? Do you remember what that's like? I'm telling you, we get glimpses of it every so often here at All Saints when a new one takes his first step. Because this is what happens. When they're ready, mama and daddy or whoever happens to be available in the room balances the child ever so gingerly and holding their breath. It's like the whole room gasps, right? And they're holding their breath, waiting for that first And mom lets go or dad lets go. And as soon as the second foot comes, what happens? Everybody claps. Yeah, they fall too. Exactly. They go on their butt. But when they do it right and they they make those four steps, you know, across this span of space from mom to dad, everybody yells and screams. And often the child thinks they just did something horribly wrong, right? And they don't want to walk again. But they're so excited. Everybody's yelling and shouting and and everybody's telling everybody else. And so then the first Sunday they come to church, what happens is people come to that door and and, and they will catch my eye and they'll say, watch, pastor. And they put the child down and the baby goes like this down the aisle. And you all turn and look and you all cheer very quietly. You're like, oh, it's beautiful. Today, Jesus takes his first step. Now, I get that the man is 30 and he walked before today. I get that. But the first step he takes today is toward the cross. And we are such fools, along with the whole crowd, it's as if everybody collectively cheers. Yes, this is it. He's the one. He's the Messiah. And they're all pointing to him and they're shouting and they're cheering because they and we don't get it. We are so clueless. But on this God-given day, Jesus wakes up and he says, okay, I'm taking it on. I know why I've come here. And the reason I believe he makes this decision is because of our text in Isaiah. When verses 1 through 4, it says, But now, thus says the Lord, he who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name, and you are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you through the rivers. They shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through fire, you shall not be burned, and the flames shall not consume you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I give you Egypt as a ransom, Ethiopia and Seba in exchange for you, because you are precious in my sight and honored, and I love you. Jesus had lived among his people and he loved them. And on this God-given day, he decides he's taken the first step to the cross and he steps into the waters of baptism. We love baptisms, don't we? Yeah, we do, especially if they're babies. We love the pouring of the water. We love the wiggling of the toes. We love the sound. We love the splash. We love the soft, gentle coos. We even love it if the baby cries right in pastor's microphone. It makes us giggle because we don't get it. Because it's also our first step towards the cross. As followers 
of Jesus Christ who came in. And what he did was so radical. It was so radical. It was so countercultural. It was so counterreligious. Everything he did was against everything the world, society, culture, and religion told him to do and to be. And it was that incredible. And it's the same step he calls on us. And we dip our babies. Oh, we love that splash. And we dip our adults and we splash cold water. And after our baptism, sometimes as Christians, we are as cold as that water that dripped over our heads. But he is calling us to take our step toward the cross, to truly follow him, to truly follow all the stages and and stories we're going to hear through the Epiphany season right up through that cross through Lent. This God who came at Christmas in the form of a human baby who became incarnate to live among us, who fell in love with us. So much so that he went to the cross, calls us to take our steps towards the cross too. And we don't get it. We have no concept of what that really means what it really means to live for the other person, that it's not about me, 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 mine, 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 want, want, want. But it truly is about sacrifice and living for the other and living for God's church and God's calling and God's kingdom. Well, We don't get it, but we better be talking about it, and we better be figuring it out, because regardless, it is our calling. Amen. Thank you for joining us for this week's edition of the podcast from All Saints Lutheran Church in Davenport, Iowa. Please know that you are welcome to visit and worship with us anytime you're in the Quad Cities. You can also find us online at www.allsaintsdavenport.org. We are missionaries proclaiming Christ, and we pray that you have a blessed week surrounded by His love.